make that our prayer today. God, that we will continue to go with you no matter where it takes us. And God, that we will be a church that rallies around one another to push along one another in the faith and that we will continue to persevere God, in a way that we've never seen before. And we pray these things, asking and expecting and believing in Christ's name. Amen. It's great to see you here. You weren't lying, Josh. Josh exaggerates. That's one of his spiritual gifts. But man, we had not seen this many people in church since March. It is great to see you. Again, would you give Justin and them a hand for a great job? And for those of you watching online or listening online, thank you so much for tuning in to our services this morning. The good, the bad, and the ugly. How many of you have seen the movie? I endorsed it two weeks ago, and I hadn't seen it in 30 years, so it's still good to watch, isn't it? I mean, I don't remember being bad stuff. It's not like a Christian movie, but Clint Eastwood is the main guy. They're gunfighters. They're looking for gold, and they work together and fight each other, and good, the bad, and the ugly. Very memorable title. We're in John chapter 9 and 10. We were two weeks ago, and this Sunday and the next two weeks, and in these two chapters, there's some really good stuff. I mean, there's some great stuff that God shows us. There's some bad stuff, and there's some ugly. And in the passage this morning, in John 9, there's some good, and there's some bad, and there is some ugly. I want to begin with this, and this is more the bad and the ugly. Don't let your religion or anything else cause you to miss God. The people we're going to see starting off this morning, and they're kind of people throughout the whole story, let their religion, they were the most educated, well-trained religious people in Jesus' day, but it was their religion was their primary thing that kept them from, from encountering God. Now, when I talk about missing God today, I'm talking about two things. Maybe you're here today, or you're watching online, or you're listening, and you've never given your life to Christ. You need to give your life to Christ. You don't let need to let anything cause you to miss that. I mean, that's eternal. That is heaven and hell. That is eternal. But as a Christian, we don't experience Christ once and then we're done with it. We need to have experiences with Christ daily. Some obviously will be more memorable than others. But the problem with a lot of people who are Christians is you hadn't had an experience with God. You've been missing God for weeks or for years And I want to encourage you today, don't let anything cause you to miss God. In verses 13 through 17, it kind of starts the story. It says, they they brought to the Pharisees the man who had formerly been blind. Now it was a Sabbath day when Jesus made the mud and opened his eyes. That's going to be a real problem. So the Pharisees again asked him, how did he receive his sight? And he said to them, he put mud on my eyes and I washed and now I see. Some of the Pharisees said, this man is not from God, this Jesus, for he does not keep the Sabbath. He had the nerve to heal somebody on the Sabbath day. 
But others said, how can he be a sinner and do such signs? And there was a division among them. So they said again to the blind man, what, what do you say about this guy, this Jesus, since he opened your eyes? And he said, I think he's a prophet. He, he's going to know more about Jesus as the story unfolds. But right now, a prophet's a good title. It's an honorable title. They brought him to the Pharisees. That's who they should have brought him to. They're the religious leader. They're the conservative Green Beret of Judaism at this time. And in the Old Testament, when someone was healed, you brought them to the priest, and the priest was the one that kind of, for the Jewish people, would pronounce whether they were healed or not. So this was not uncommon. Were the, the Pharisees in the synagogue or at the temple, a synagogue near the temple? Synagogue's kind of the local church. The temple's the national place. Of course, they're in Jerusalem. This is, this is at the end of the Feast of the Tabernacles, which was a major Jewish feast, September and October. A lot of people still in town. And this guy's been healed. And so they bring him to these literal Bible scholars. But the problem is, is that Jesus did it, and they hated him, and he had the nerve to heal on the Sabbath. Now, if you're taking notes, the word Sabbath doesn't necessarily designate a day as much as it has a meaning. The word Sabbath means rest. It means rest. And in the, to the Jewish people in the Old Testament, the Sabbath day was Saturday. It was their seventh, seventh day of the week, and it was their Sabbath day. It was a day of rest, a day of honoring God. In the New Testament, this day, Jesus never did away with honoring the 